Infinite Lies on Brian Muni's Live Song Radio. Oh, keeping it live on Brian Muni's Live Song Radio. Oh, oh, keeping it live. Sam Wayman and actress, singer, songwriter Markeisha Ensley. Uh-huh. Greetings, I'm Brian Muni, and welcome to Live Song Radio Show 39. And tonight I'm so honored to share the music of Dr. Samuel Wayman. Yeah, Sam. Longtime Nyack resident, award-winning composer, musician, singer, pianist, actor, producer, civil rights activist and brother and collaborator of the High Priestess of Soul, legendary musician Nina Simone. Hiya, Sam. Hello, hello, hello. Good to see you. Welcome to Live Song Radio. Thank you, thank you. And also in the house, multi-award winning actress, singer, songwriter, the lovely Markeisha Ensley, an international touring artist recently back from a four-month residency in Japan. Markeisha originated the role of Nina Simone in the new concert drama, Little Girl Blue. Hi, Markeisha. Hi, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) So, dear listeners, let me remind you that you are also invited to join in on the excitement here. Phone 845-362-0013 to speak with Sam or Markeisha and weigh in with your comments, requests, etc. You can also email us at livesongradio at gmail.com. That's 845 Three six two zero zero one three or live song radio at gmail. Feel free to call at any time. And tonight's show sponsor is Theraplay Developmental Resources LLC. For over twenty years, using music to help special needs children do what was thought impossible. Contact them at six four six two seven nine eleven four five or email Theraplay at optonline.net to learn how music can make a difference in the life of an exceptional child or adult you may know. And my, 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 what a busy few weeks this has been. Just this past weekend, Sam, the very Sam, across from the keys for me here, (laughs) did two great shows at Marine's Jazz Center in Nyack with guitarist Jeff Doctorow, a friend and past live song radio guest, And at the Irish Repertory Theater on 22nd Street in NYC, Woody Says, a romping musical portrait of the life and activist songwriting of Woody Guthrie, played by David Lutkin with Megan Loomis, Helen Jean Russell, and Andy Tiersen, has just been extended into August. Highly recommended. See it if you can. And last Thursday, if you happen to be at the shops at Nanuet, 14-year-old America's Got Talent 2016 winner, Suffern's own Grace Vanderwall, gave a free concert delighting hundreds of screaming tweens, teens, and, well, the rest of us. The beat just keeps on going, don't it, Sam? Yes, it sure does. Yes, yes, yes. Here we are. And also, I have to give a happy birthday shout-out 
to Mr. Tours by Tim Huffield, who just yesterday led us on a hike through Patterson, New Jersey to the falls, which if you've never seen, are the second largest in America, right after Niagara. And so, if that weren't enough, last month at my favorite event of the year, I witnessed the induction into the Songwriters Hall of Fame of Motown founder and first songwriter, Barry Gordy, who after receiving three prior awards over the years, finally got what he wanted the most, induction into the Songwriters Hall of Fame as a songwriter. Here's a clip from his acceptance speech and intro by daughter Rhonda Ross. As the founder of Motown and the guiding force for the Motown sound. <laughs> yes. As the leader who nurtured the careers of Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. My mother, Diana Ross and the Supremes. symbol of brilliant entrepreneurship and as a visionary who reached out across a racially divided, politically and socially charged country to transform popular music and the country itself. Songwriters Hall of Fame. And I am 
want to induct you. So come on up here and be inducted. <laughs> what a surprise. Oh my goodness, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and all I can say is, it's about time. <laughs> Most people think I got this songwriting award many years ago, but that's not the case. Songwriting was my first love. And protecting that love was the motivation for everything else I did. Producing songs, managing the people who sing those songs, starting Motown. And all I had to do was to convince white disc jockeys that my songs were, were music for all people. And that led me to a fairy tale life for which I am so grateful. That's an amazing moment, isn't it? Yes. Isn't it? And the whole Motown story is amazing because before Barry Gordy Jr., there was Barry Gordy Sr., yes. who had all of his kids, I think there were six, and their spouses put money into what became, I believe, well, it became a private bank, and it became probably the first and only Afro-American private bank that, from which Jr., was able to borrow the 800 bucks that he then <laughs> turned into hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. Amazing, just a great story of entrepreneurship and of, you know, activism, it was awesome. And yes. great music. And the best, the best. best music. And it was, it was made in Detroit, it was, and, and, and he had worked on a factory line, you know, and that's what he did, he took the raw, Steel. She did. He molded it. Blood, sweat, and tears of the people that live in Detroit, those artists. That's right. It's a great story. So yeah. I went to the museum there, you yeah. know, the Hitsville, just, it changed my life. Yeah, yeah. And when I had the chance to tell Smokey Robinson that, mm -hmm. that night, he gave me a big hug. <laughs> and he was sure such he a warm guy. Anyway, with that said, Mr. Sam Wayman. Yes. Before we get into some live jams, I thought maybe we'd kick things off with a cut from your CD mood swing. What do you think? Oh, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what up with the song, Sometimes I Go a Little Crazy? Because we do. <laughs> Don't you? Uh, yes, I, I do. We all do. Like getting ready for this show. <laughs> yes, yes. No, but I think you ought to find it very interesting. That's on my Magic Man album. No, Mood Swing album, actually. Yes, yes. Um, that's where I was at that time. Yeah. Um, it's a great little song. So all right. Let's hear it. Like 
Sam Wayman, sometimes I go a little crazy. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sometimes I do. <laughs> so, Sam, you want to play something live for us? Sure, why not? What do you got? I'd like to play a song, um, a poem by Leonard Cohen. Ah. Uh, Suzanne, for all of those Leonard Cohen fans out there. Yay. And I'd like to sing that right now. Would you join me? I'd love to join Okay, you know. let's do it. Okay. Yeah. 
have a I actually have a, Le, a Leonard Cohen story what's that what's the Cohen story? well <laughs> it's so stupid of me to say this <laughs> but I it was he was being inducted two years ago into yes. the songwriters hall of fame I think it was and Judy Collins performed it yes. and you know both Marquise and I come from a school where rhythm is everything, right? Mm-hmm. We, we were trained by Ann Ruckert, who was like, time feel is everything, and you know. And so Judy Collins plays this with, it was totally ad lib. It was without any sort of rhythm. And it really bothered me, you know? <laughs> and I, stupid eye, I went up to him and I said, something, how did you feel about you know, the rhythm of, the, of her performance. And he said, it doesn't matter. It was beautiful. <laughs> and he taught me something at that moment, you know, that it just was beautiful. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Regardless of what it was. Exactly. It was still beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, so there's my little Leonard Cohen story. But I was very fortunate to 
Brush up with them. Markeisha Ensley, yes. talk to me, girl. Talk to me. Talk to you. Yeah, what do you got? I have a song called Talk To Me. Oh, you do? And an EP called Talk To oh, Me. Oh, you do? I do. <laughs> I do. Isn't it convenient? It is. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> good. Because mm-hmm. I need you to talk to me. So what about this? Well, this EP, um, it's five songs about love and relationships. And when I was writing it, I had been doing a lot of traveling. I had gone to St. Bart's and and Paris, and I just kind of fell in love with the French language, and it was a challenge for me to write a song that had some French in it and just oh. talk about my love of the words oh. and how they sound and how it feels when I speak it. Oh. So that's what this song is about, and that's how it came about. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, so this is uh, Markeisha Ensley uh, in the studio singing Talk to Me.
righty, Markeisha Enzi, talk to me. Oh, girl, I love when you talk to me in French. <laughs> and then you sing, oh, what you can do. Beautiful. Congratulations. It's a great track. Merci. <laughs> so now it's time to give a little love to the supporters of our local broadcast. Here is OFTM Media, our newest member of the Live Song Radio team. OFTM in Montvale, New Jersey, specializing in capturing media, including music, videography, and photography. Whether you're looking for your next event to be captured or need to record your next hit song, OFTM has it all. With industry standard music and new breaking artists on the horizon, visit our website at OFTMPro.com. OFTM, out for the movement, out for the music. Small business owners, have you ever wondered what your clients are really thinking about your goods and services? With more information, you can increase and expand your businesses. I'm Marla, the focus group lady, and I can help you get the answers you need. For details on survey design and recruitment services, or if you want to be paid for your opinions as a panelist, you can find me on Facebook at Marla the Focus Group Lady or email me at Marla the Focus Group Lady at gmail.com. Looking forward to helping make things happen for you. And let me tell you about our friend, Realtor William H. Perlman of Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage in New City. Bill is the real deal, a stand-up guy. Whether you are buying or selling, do yourself a favor and check him out at BillPerlman.com or give him a call at 845-641-1145. That's Bill, P-E-A-R-L-M-A-N.com, 845-641-1145. Tallman Auto Center, run by Augie De Palma for over 40 years, has been providing complete auto repair. Reliable, honest, and fair. What separates Tallman Auto Center is a commitment to service. A national reservist and martial artist, Augie, along with Tommy and Keith, are there when you need them. Located on the corner of Route 59 in Cherry Lane, Tallman Auto Center can help you with New York State inspections, computer diagnostics, discount tires, air conditioning, and wheel alignment. So call 845 357 8790 or on the web at TallmanAutoCenter.com. Cause you never know. So call 845-357-8790 or on the web at TallmanAutoCenter.com. Well, Augie is also now offering a 10% discount on major repairs for all live song radio listeners. And if you are a veteran, he is especially interested in working with you. So don't be shy. Mention you're a live song radio listener, a veteran, and start saving. The medical practice of Dr. Michael Schachter, the Schachter Center for Complementary Medicine in Suffern, are pioneers in alternative medicine. 
Dr. Schachter has been serving the Rockland community for over 40 years, and I, frankly, have benefited much from his expertise. At the Schachter Center for Complementary Medicine in Suffern, sophisticated biomedical testing is used to ensure that an individualized treatment plan for every patient helps uncover the underlying causes of disease and creates an environment that supports the body's natural ability to heal itself. Check them out at theschachtercenter.com or call 845-368-4700. That's theschachtercenter.com, 845-368-4700. On Monday, July 10th, 8 p.m., Dr. Samuel Wayman, award-winning composer, singer, pianist, brother, and collaborator of the legendary musician Nina Simone, will join the delightful and talented singer-songwriter-actress Markeisha Ensley on Brian Muni's Live Song Radio. Also, we'll report on the recent 2017 Songwriters Hall of Fame Award Gala, brought to you by Theraplay LLC. Using music to help special needs children do what was thought impossible. So join us for a cultural celebration of the musical genius of Sam Wayman and Markeisha Ensley on Monday, July 10th, 8 p.m. on Brian Muni's Live Song Radio, WRCR.com. And the triple somersault high flyer. All righty, and here again is our phone number, 845-362-0013, to make contact with jazz and blues master Sam Wayman and actress, singer, songwriter Markeisha Ensley. You can also email us at livesongradio@gmail.com. That's 845-362-0013 or livesongradio at gmail. And I believe we have one very, very patient person who is dying to say hello. Welcome to Live Song Radio. You're on the air. I certainly am dying to say hello. <laughs> and you must, are you Sylvia? I absolutely am. <laughs> Welcome to Live Song Radio. And, well, thank you. And what, I am and what brings thoroughly you here? enjoying your show. Ah, thank you. Thank you. It's a, it's, it's, it's a great show. I'm really... I'm really honored to be in the presence of such talent and uh, people who are uh, got something to say. So it's coming out clear. Are you out in Colorado there? I certainly am. Are Aurora, you? Colorado. Aurora, Colorado. And it sounds good? It does. It's coming through loud and clear, perfect sound. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you very much. Do you want to say hello to anyone in particular? <laughs> Well, of course. Okay. <laughs> to Markeisha Inslee. Hi, daughter. <laughs> well, hello there, Mom. <laughs> well, hi. If, if this was on TV, I'd wave at you. <laughs> yes. But I'm, I'm... I want to tell Brian and Dr. Wayman that Markeisha sang my most favorite song. Really? Yes, the Talk to Me. Oh. oh, nice. Yes. Well, it's mine, too. We, we have so much in common, you and me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, but I actually do have yes. 
a question yes. for both Dr. Wayman okay. and for Marquisha. Okay, mm -hmm. good. Okay, I would like each of them to tell me what inspired them to become singer-songwriters, and then after that, what are their favorite topics for songs that they write? Alrighty, that's a big question. Who's going first? Oh. Well, um, I think you already know this answer, but I love music, um, and I was in church when I first heard music, and when I first saw Sister Bates playing the piano and singing, and I must have been about seven, and it just made me stop what I was doing, and I would always get so excited, and I think that I've loved poetry for a long time, and being able to say something lyrically and put music to it um, is something that has always made me feel good and made me feel like I can express something and, you know, be the vessel for whatever art is getting ready to come out. So that's, that's why I've become a, a songwriter, singer, all of the above. Beautiful. And what most inspires you? What topic? I would have to say love and God. Those two things are there you go. most important to me. All righty. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, and Dr. Raven. Well, I've been playing since I was three years old. So uh, there are eight brothers and sisters. All eight mm -hmm. of us play and sing piano. Oh my God! And Nina and I, wow. Nina and I, have been playing specifically. We were we were called child prodigies. I don't know, but I hate that word. But I've been playing since I was three years old. So I don't think I had much choice in the matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the rest is history. I mean, I, my mother always taught us, and she was a minister. She always said, if you don't use it, you will lose it. So never abuse it. And I've followed that rule of principle ever since. So that's why I am where I am today, because of it. I don't think I have much of a choice. It was a gift. <laughs> and I respect the gift, God's gift. I mean, I have... I, what do you understand at three years old, except eating and whatever else you do at three. But uh, that's what inspired me, I guess. Um, now, what inspires me in life? Life. The fact that I can wake up not dead the next morning. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, the fact that I can wake up at all is inspiring to me. Yeah. And there's nothing dull about being alive, believe me. And so I take a lot of pleasure, a lot of great homage to respect musicians, creativity, people who believe in themselves and, and believe in, they have a faith, whatever faith that is. That's my inspiration. Aren't musicians the best? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you for the call. You, you've, you've done a great job over here, I must oh, say. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, I hope to see both Dr. Sam and Markeisha at the National Black Theater Festival. Okay. Thank you. And when is that? Right. That, we are going to be doing the Little Girl Blue um, performance inspired by Nina Simone. Um, the dates are August 1st and August 2nd in Winston-Salem. And they want people want more information, you can go to um, nbtf.org. It's the National Black Theater Festival. Uh, okay, we'll repeat that at the end. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you for the call, Shayla. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So do we have another... Someone else is holding. Okay. Ooh. Welcome. You're on Live Song Radio. Hello. Hello. 
Hey, Brian. Cliff Mendelson here. Hey, Joe Cliff. Friend. How are you? Good. How does it sound all the way over, the, over on the other side of the mountain? It made it. It made it. Okay. This is a call um, from Stony Point. Hey, you know, I just wanted to call and just say how great the musical evening was uh, at Maureen's this weekend. I went uh, Saturday night um, and, uh, and listened to Sam and Jeff Doctorow playing together. Um, we came with our... How did you know, we, we do? We, uh, listen, Sam, it was great. We came with our families and joined Jeff's brother David's family, and we were at that table right next to you there. And, you know, I once saw you in the guitar series um, in the sit-in there. I guess it was at the library in Nyack. Yes. But, you know, your music is so genuine, and it was such a great joy to hear. And I guess anyone who's not seen you live should go out of their way oh, to hear you. Thank you very much for that. Um, great night. And, Cliff, did you get any piano inspiration? Oh, yeah, Leo. I, I didn't get to sit right next to Sam, but he was playing two pianos almost simultaneously. Yes, I was. You were <laughs> some running back and forth between the electric and the acoustic. Nice. Yeah, which was very nice. And that's a beautiful piano, David Budway. Oh, oh that's Stanway. Oh, goodness. Yeah, Sam was gravitating is that towards eight foot? that. It's not eight foot. It's, it's six foot. It, it, it is. It is eight. And it's down, you know, you, everyone needs to go to Maureen's, Maureen's Jazz Cellar because uh, not only is there a wonderful musical scene, but it's just done so lovingly, including bringing down an eight-foot Steinway classical piano down into the cellar. <laughs> and, and the other thing that I got, I have to say about Marines, it's one of the few places in Rockland, if not all of them, the, upper, the, wherever, the world. Yeah. Yes, in the, uh, the northern part of New York. Yeah. That reminds us of the old school jazz clubs. Yeah. You know, like the Village, Village yeah. Vanguard, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the, the Blue Note. Um, all of those places, uh, well, the Blue Note is still around, but a lot of those other places are gone. And the Marines is like the old sawdust on the floor kind of place yeah. back in the basement. It is. It's you know? beautiful. It is. Great it's feeling. fantastic. You know, I was in Birdland the other the other day to actually see David. In the by Village the way, Gate and so forth, yes. And playing with some other veterans of the cellar. Yeah. And. You know, it's a be- it's a beautiful big space, but it's expensive. Yeah. Everything is so costly, and if you come down on Tuesday nights, it's an open mic at Mar- at Marines and great talent and a great scene, and it doesn't cost anything. And yeah, I just want to say thank you again, Sam. Great night. Oh, and you're welcome. Should go out of their way to hear you. And oh, it was so thank good you. To hear. We'll be back. I hope. <laughs> oh, you will. Okay. Yes, we'll be back. I will let you know when that's going to happen. Thank you for coming. Thanks so much. And okay. thank you for calling, Cliff. No sweat. All right. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Yeah, All right. So let's keep it rolling. What do we got next, Sam? I think uh, it's kind of you and Marquisha got a duet. Do we? Are you doing? Are you doing? Feeling good? Oh, and you're going to play. Oh, I'm going to try. Would you play guitar with I, us? I would do what I can. <laughs> Let's put him on the spot. <laughs> Come on, okay. Brian. I, I always Come do on. what I can. Here, All right. Okay. All right. You do that in the key of G minor. Yes. yes please. For the audience to know. Yes. Okay. If you want to join in out there. Flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. 
So now you want to jump under the keys, yes. Marquisha? Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you're going to do something called "Meet You in My Dreams." Mm-hmm. Oh, she's going to play. She's going to play. Let me move. Unless you want to do forehand. Well, she can't sit on my lap. <laughs> she could do that too. So, what about this song? Now, this song is something really special for me. I actually wrote it when we were in Ann Ruckert's class. Um, <clears throat> And it is special because I wrote it for my dad who passed away um, a few years ago. And it's about how after someone passes away, sometimes you see them in your dreams and you meet them and you get to talk, you get to be together again. And it's happened for me several times. It's happened to other friends, told me about it. So this is what this song is about. Alrighty. Close to me till I meet you 
a bit about your work as Little Girl Blue. Well, that has been one of the most amazing journeys I've been on, an honor to portray your sister. Um, it's Nina Simone, it just, it's been incredible because she went to such depths. She was so incredibly talented and playing her, I've learned so much about who she was and more of the things that she did with the civil rights movement. Um, and as an actress, it's been a challenge because she does go to such kind of extremes in the show with her emotions, her love, her passion, her anger. Um, and it's, it's just been an honor to be a part of the production. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and for those who may not know, Nina was uh, not only... Uh, undescribably genius performer, mm -hmm. both singer and keyboardist, but she was a major force in the civil rights movement in the 60s, and uh, the song that we are about to play is is really kind of identified mm -hmm. with the 60s and the civil rights movement. Um, she was born in North Carolina. In Tryon, Tryon, North Carolina. In Tryon, North Carolina. Somebody said Tryon, North Carolina. <laughs> well, you would know something. What was it like being her older brother? Oh. Well, and confidant okay. and good friend. You know, I have three other brothers and four sisters. I am the baby of the family, and I have a 95-year-old brother still alive, oh. and a 93-year-old brother still alive, oh. and I'm the baby, so we've got a wide gap there between 70-something and 90-something. Yeah. Having Nina as Eunice, her name is Eunice. Eunice Wayman. I was the only one allowed to call her Eunice. Uh -huh. Eunice was... She's the fourth, third sister in line. There's Frances, no, second is Frances, Eunice, Dorothy, and Lucille. She was a friend. She and I had a good time together. Uh, I understood her artistry. She and I both were alike in the sense that we like to talk about family. The reason I was with Nina was because she wanted to be close to her father. I reminded her of her daddy. <laughs> so if I called her Eunice on the road, it was like as though her father had spoken to her. She would I go to her room, you know, like I spanked her or something. But she was a great woman to be around. I mean, I understood, and I say that because I can be objective about it. Being a brother is one thing, but also being a manager 
being her friend and being a confidant. You have to understand personalities. You have to be more than one personality to be around someone as big as she was. I was objective enough to stand away from her as a brother. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. I couldn't have been in awe of her like she, you know. But you have also had to be honest with her and... I was always honest with her. And, and stand up to her if she needed she to She didn't want a yes too. man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I was not a yes man. And you were sometimes her gatekeeper. As uh, I, as oh, as all then. the time. Like, like when gentlemen callers would, oh, would yes, you know, come knocking you and whatnot. tell that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> she would never go out with anyone unless they had met her brother. <laughs> Did I approve? Yeah. She would say to, to her suitors or guys that would come backstage who went, well, have you met my brother? If you haven't met Sam, I cannot talk to you. Because she looked at me to approve. Yeah. You know, I mean, who else did she have on the road? Yeah. You, you know, you have uh, business managers, you have musicians, but not blood. Right. So she trusted my instinct because she knew that I would look after her. Mm-hmm. I would protect her. Yeah. And I did. And she would protect me too. Yeah. So it wasn't just one way; it was both ways. But she was very involved in civil rights and in kind of oh. the history of the '60s and into the '70s, '50s, '70s, and um, it was the '60s. Interacting 50s, with 60s. interacting with major figures in in the civil rights movement: Malcolm X, and yes. Martin Luther King, and yes. Malcolm was, he was an amazing man because he lived about four blocks from us in Mount Vernon. Yeah. And he would come by and visit us at the house uh, with his bodyguards, and he would leave the bodyguards outside, and they want to have a meeting with Nina inside. Um, and he, I would introduce, I brought, not introduce, but I would open the door in the kitchen door where he would be ringing the doorbell. He'd tell his manager, tell his bodyguard, they have to stay outside. So he would come inside. Nina might be upstairs. I've told this story not too many times, but I am going to say it over the radio. <laughs> um, she would be waiting for him, and he would be downstairs sitting on the sofa with me. And she would yell down, have you met my brother yet? <laughs> and she, he would say, Yes. So this is Sam, because I protected her, and he said to me, so you're her brother. And I had to do this honor, though. I had said to him, so you know, I am, and first of all, uh, you're my, one of my heroes. So mm-hmm. do you like being called Mr. X or Malcolm? <laughs> and he said, you may call me Malcolm. Uh. And we became the best of, kind of, best of friends yeah. from that moment on. I wasn't a friend friend of his, but I was an acquaintance, you know. Yeah. And, we became, he's very fond of me, and, and I cherish that. I was honored to have Malcolm X. Of course, Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King was another story. Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King was a different animal than, Martin, than, than Malcolm X altogether. Mm-hmm. I did manage to, you know, I went to jail with Martin, Martin Luther King in Philadelphia, but I sang at his funeral also. Yeah. Uh, they all tried to, to I say, solicit. Nina to somehow or another throw her weight behind their organization. Yeah, they wanted a face with the organization, and she wouldn't do that. She said, "No, I have enough trouble as it is standing up for my own rights. I am an individual. I have my own spirit. I have my own point of view. 
and I share your struggle, but I would not like to belong to an organization. And that makes sense because she was an organization. She was she was a force of nature. I mean, we had to deal with that. Yeah, know. yeah. So before we ask you to sing a song that <clears throat> that she made absolutely the soundtrack of the 60s uh, written by Dr. Billy Taylor yes. called I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. Before we do that yes. before I ask you to do that um, how does a Nina Simone and a Sam Wayman come from one family? <laughs> I mean, what went? What did they feed you? You know, <laughs> what, what was what, what was in the wrong? bug juice? You know, the Kool Aid, or I mean, your parents must have been something else. You know, it's funny because you say that. My father was a honky tonk piano player. Uh-huh. He was born in 1898. Wow. 1898 now, not 1998. <laughs> 1898. Yeah. My mother was born in 1900. She was kind of a. Um, a kicker. Uh-huh. Not a high, she wasn't a high yellow girl. She was she danced. Then she found God and became a preacher. Uh-huh. And she became a minister, an ordained minister, and the rest is history. Wow. But I don't I don't know the answer to your question except <laughs> all eight all eight of us could play and sing the piano. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. What can I tell you? That's and they so when it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, I mean, everybody's wondering who's going to play the piano, because all eight of us could. So. 16 halves. <laughs> and 16 mouths. Yeah, and 16 mouths <laughs> and 16 legs. Um, but they also supported her to become a, a classical pianist at an early age. Was, is that not true? Uh, that was true. Yeah. Um, she but she took lessons from Mrs. Mazinovich, a German lady. Lady, I took lessons from Mrs. Mazinovich as well. Mrs. Maggie, we always called her. Uh-huh. Um, but Mrs. Maggie Mazinovich has never seen anything quite this talented in her life. Yeah. Let alone coming from a colored girl. Yeah, as yeah. They said back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she offered to give Lena lessons free. And my mother was a minister, but she was also a housekeeper. Yeah. She said, I'll pay you. She said, no, 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 no. This young girl has a natural voice. She's got, she's got something. Yeah. And, she, and she's got not a natural voice, but she's got a natural talent to play piano. Yeah. Nina could sing, but Nina wasn't that much of a singer at that time. She was more of a player than she yeah. was a singer. Yeah. Um, so that's how the lessons came about. Because Mrs. Mazinovich had never seen a, a young black kid that could play like this and deserve to be trained and be seen by the world. And then they pursued they pursued that career. Yes, they, they did. They really got behind her yes. to enroll in Juilliard. Uh, yes. Curtis Institute she wanted to go to. The Curtis right. Institute she wanted in to Philly. go to. Mm-hmm. And she ended up going to Curtis, but after... Juilliard, um, yes, she wanted to be the very first black concert pianist, you know. Yeah. That was her dream. Yeah. But it didn't happen. No. That part didn't happen, and something else happened, though. Something else is bigger. Something bigger. Yes. And she she 
drew those chops in. My God, the version of, from the Montreux um, Festival in 1976 of her singing and playing, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. Just everyone, I just encourage you to find it on uh, YouTube. And uh, until you do that, you're just going to have to you're just going to have to settle for us, you know, and me strumming along and Dr. Sam Wayman, who was very much a part of uh, this song. That's me on the album. Really beautiful. So shall we do that song? Yes, will you join me? I'm going to try. Cause I know, cause I know, 
Yes, I know. I, I know how it feels. How it feels to, to be, be free. So there are many people to thank for helping make this program happen. Let's start with tonight's sponsor, Theraplay LLC. For over 20 years, using music to help special needs children do what was thought impossible. Contact them at 646-279-1145 or email Theraplay at optonline.net. Thanks also to our friends here at WRCR, tonight's DJ engineer, Jeff Lewis and Alex Medokovic, to John Wicks of Wicks Arborist and Nunzio Signore at Rockland Peak Performance, and to Miss Olga Pinto and Sophia Muni for assisting with social media and internet marketing, and of course, to today's advertisers, Marla, the focus group lady, message her on Facebook if you want to share your opinions for cash or set up a focus group for your business or product. To our friends at TallmanAutoCenter.com, 845-357-8790, Realtor Bill Perlman at BillPerlman.com, 845-641-1145, to the Schachter Center for Complementary Medicine in Suffern, 845-368-4700, or the Center.com and to the newest members of our live song radio team, OFTM Media, video and music studios in nearby Montvale, New Jersey. Contact them at OFTMPro.com. And finally, to our very amazing guests, Sam Wayman. Thank you, Sam. And Markeisha Ensley, Google, YouTube. Follow and support them on Facebook, Twitter, Go out and see them, buy their merch, fund their pledge drives. Got some gigs coming up. I know in North Carolina we got something coming up. National Black Theater Festival. We're going to be doing Little Girl Blue, inspired by Nina Simone's life, um, August 1st and August 2nd, um, 3 o'clock and 8 p.m. on both days. And I'll be at Savannah's in Harlem at 116th and 8th Avenue on July the 29th, the last Saturday in this month. It's a great Israeli restaurant, great food. Come and join us. Beautiful. And for inquiries about getting heard or coming on or for advertising on Live Song Radio, you can reach us at livesongradio at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at Brian Muni's Live Song Radio. To download this and other of our past shows, Google or search us out on iTunes or SoundCloud.com. Our next broadcast is on Monday, August 7th, 8 to 9 p.m., featuring cool songwriters Paul Sforza and the brother-sister team of Matteo and Rosie Cher. Till then, we'll let the maestro Sam Wayman take us home with I Really Don't Want to Push Ya. See you soon on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at our Facebook page where you can download this and other past live song radio broadcasts. Love you, be safe, be strong, and keep it live. 